This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dolphin in the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also. Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. Hey everyone, what is up? This is the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Welcome back. My name is David. Uh, my name is James. <laughs> Max Rebo lives! Max Rebo's alive. Max, God, not even four seconds into. I don't it. care. I've oh been saying God. it for three years. Max uh, Rebo is alive. You just, you just blew all, all the eardrums. I said I was wrong. Off of everybody <laughs> who was listening or who is listening, I should say. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yes, uh, thank uh, you for joining us today. Yeah. As you know, <laughs> Colin is super excited because. I am. Somebody who looks like Max Rebo. Are you kidding is, me? Oh my god! <laughs> it's Max Rebo blew up along with the rest of the the band. So did Ben Fortuna then, but look at him. He ben was Fortuna there. wasn't there. Oh, he was on the Sarah Barch in in the scene in Return of the Jedi. You see Ben Fortuna yeah, on the Sarah right. Barch with a smile and look down. He was there. Max Rebo was there. Multiple people were there. And you know what? They've been campaigning it for years. They've but been you know who was not Max there. You know who was not there. Who? A stormtrooper. Yes, and that's something I really want to talk about because of it, it, it wasn't a Sandy, it was just a normal TK. Yeah, that's my that's my biggest problem with the entire episode is the stormtrooper. I'm just gonna I don't say think that. it's well okay, so here's something else about that is that oh. I don't think it's um what, sorry. Oh, somebody said evening fellas, rural rural oh. I can't say rural rural farm rural boy. Farm boy, yeah. Thank you. He's... Evening, evening, what time is it where you're at? It is evening here, and, and it's, I think it's he's in Pennsylvania. Oh, it's three oh eight for me here. No. Oh, yeah. Anyways, anyways, yeah. The the the, the stormtrooper got kind of got me. I'm not gonna lie. I was just kind of like, all right. Okay. But um, but I love the fact that they and I am a broken record, but and because David and I have said this like seventy five times already, it feels like I love the fact that they just got rid of the mystery as to how he escaped right off the bat. They were like, boom. Yeah. He escapes. Now y'all y'all just shut up <laughs> and watch the show yeah. now, you know. Uh, kind of reminded me of satisfied uh... by it either. Like I like uh, so so here's my thing. Yeah. Because here's my thing. So in Legends, the person that saves him is Dengar. So I, I know a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, like it's gonna be Dengar. I'm like, no. They like probably will not show like a bounty hunter like that right off the bat, even though most likely through the entire show, we will definitely see, you know, different cameos and stuff, like full out cameos. But right off the bat, I was not expecting like like to see like a big like a a other bounty hunter like right off the bat. Like I I would have been very very surprised. Um, but I thought the opening was strong. I thought the whole thing. I thought the whole episode was just going to be nothing but flashbacks because because the first fifteen minutes is like a is a whole flashback thing. I'm I'm glad they they kind of sprinkled it throughout. I, I think that was the way we all kind of thought it was going to go. I mean, that's the way I thought it was going to go, but I thought we were going to get the big reveal how he escaped like later on in the season. Like you would just see segments of that happening. Um, but, but, but for me, all right, 
<laughs> okay. You want to put that comment there on the screen? So, <laughs> so Colin can see it and freak well, out about it. Hold on. Uh, Someone okay. in the Twitterverse asked Pablo if that was Max Weber's reply. Just keep watching. Nice. Oh my gosh. Dude. Yeah, and watch. You keep watching, and then it's like it wasn't him. Told you. But he's <laughs> playing. The, he's playing the same type of instrument. Yeah. Because of, of like I like kept I I I I kept getting that 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 question at work. They're like, well, maybe it's not him. And I was like, if Fat Bib Fortuna can survive. Like a giant. Well, he was skinny back then. He was skinny well, then. I, I I know, but I'm just saying, like, if like he can survive the cell barge, so can Max Rebo. And no joke, you know, from the holiday special last year, you know, he popped up and and and, and they even made a joke where Poe was like, "Oh, where's the rest of the band?" And then you know he says in his language, like, "Oh, he died." And Poe's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss." And then famously back in the um, Robot Chicken special, where like you know he's he's going across the desert and like he survives. And then, like, he sees, like, Fett in there. And he's like, nah, man, like, I, like, have to go across the desert to get my gig or whatever. And then he goes over and the cantina band's playing there. Like, this has been in the making for a very, very long time. So, so what you're, so what, what Colin is trying to say is the Book of Bub- Mandalorian <laughs> and the Book of Boba Fett have been only been to leading to this moment. That at, we see at, like, 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 like no joke, after this episode, everything is just... Like done, done. Nothing, nothing, nothing good coming out of it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my! Well, anyways, uh, as yeah. we were saying before, um, uh, you know, the show was great, but like I said the only problem I had was the stormtrooper. And David, you don't seem to have a problem with the stormtrooper. You haven't been as vocal about it as I have, or as Colin has been. Well, I don't really have a deep encyclopedia of what stormtroopers are capable of and what they have underneath their armor. But I did speak with someone earlier today, and they said that yeah, that. That's totally not canon for them to have that like breathing apparatus inside their uniform. So it's like, okay, well, like that seems like that was just like an easy out in the writing aspect of, of the show. So like wrote themselves into a corner. It's like, well, what do we do? And it's like, well, how does just a normal standard stormtrooper end up in the Sarlacc when there wasn't any at, in, in Return of the Jedi yeah, at, the, uh, at the execution? So it's like, what, what gives? What's the deal? Right, and 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 on top of that, like it's it's not like we could say, oh, like it, like it's been there for a while. The armor, besides the acid burns on it, look looks pretty, pretty fresh, clean and new. Yeah, yeah. So, so either there was a patrol shortly, like you know, something they could say is you know, shortly after the explosion of the cell barge, there was a stormtrooper um, patrol that was maybe like going by, and then you know, one of them fell in. But at the same time, it's like stormtroopers traditionally don't go on Tatooine. I it, if it was a Sandy, it would make sense. But stormtroopers normally don't go on Tatooine. So like here's here, here's what just popped into my head right now. And if I'm a hundred percent wrong, I'm I'm gonna be like, man, it would have been so cool. What if that is legit a plot point in the entire book of Boba Fett? That the Empire was there. The Empire was doing something on Tatooine. And we're gonna find out Boba's gonna be like, yeah, uh, I had an Imperial trooper, uh, blah 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 blah. I was able to survive, and they're gonna be like, well, the Empire, what's the Empire even doing here? What if that is part of the entire plot of this of the show, and like the Empire is doing something on Tatooine at this exact moment? So the Empire, what um actually was stationed on Tatooine for a very very long time, like from like even before New Hope, like the Empire was there. 
and we're probably going to see it in 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 the Kenobi series of the Empire being there. But then after Return of the Jedi is when the Empire like kind of um, ran tail and left. Yeah. So so, so they've so always been saying, on there. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that there there already is a patrol, and that that is canon that there already was a patrol there, which is why they were so easily to get back there onto Tatooine and a New Hope. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, that was just the old, like, and it's so crazy. I loved the whole episode. The whole episode was perfect. <laughs> and that yeah. one part, I was like, why is that there? Like, I don't understand why, but, um, but so do we want to just like go through it? Like, scene by scene or how do we want to do this well well first off i think something, something we should have said from right at the beginning was spoilers and, and we just oh, jumped no, right no, into this. <laughs> well you're the well, one yeah. who started off strong with max rebo well, so i yeah, think people know well, that i mean because of i've been getting messages all day like like no joke like not not just from you guys like of, of just fans and stuff in general like messaging my personal page of saying like you spoke it into existence. So, so how you notice how you he says. That? You notice how he says he's been getting messages from us. You're the yeah. one messaging us, telling us that he's alive. We have a phone call at five a.m. <laughs> Max Rebo lives. Max Rebo like, lives. I I legit just shook my head when they walked in to the. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, uh, I looked I at my will, phone. I was waiting for it to ring. Uh, I was like, here it comes. I will. Well, see, I, I, I figured you were sleeping or working. So I was like, oh, I won't bother him. But I knew I knew David was up. So it's like, I'm going to call him. But um, but I was talking to um, I was talking to Hunter. Uh, I was talking to Hunter earlier. And uh, and he was like. Um, uh, as uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, Colin probably died. <laughs> and uh uh and are you guys and, still making the puppet we are trying to okay. like that I, I don't think it's going to be done by celebration like the main costume I'm doing for celebration is going to be anakin from okay. revenge of the sith and then brooke's going to be doing ahsoka um but the other comment that that i was like hey do you want me to speak on your behalf and say any notes and he was like uh like you need anything more to talk about you're just gonna um gush about max rebel for two hours he had a point. That's, yeah. that's well, a good no, point. no, 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 because of um, because of there, there honestly is a lot of Easter eggs, and there and there's a lot okay. to break down. So, so I want to get into the Easter eggs because Colin says right before the podcast starts, and he almost spoiled it for David and I. And David, and I, hey, shut your mouth. Tell us in the podcast. You said <laughs> there are a lot of Easter eggs to Galaxy's Edge to Batu. Yeah, and, right, so, and and because of okay, so you all right, so you we're kind of skipping, you know, a couple of scenes, but you know, I'll just dive into it. So Dude. there is the scene where they go in and, and we see Max Rebo and, and like all the area and you actually see a RX unit, um, uh, dealing a game of Sabacc. Now that is a reference to RX 24, you know, over star tours, but also it's, you know, DJ Rex. And then Sabacc did come from solo, but it's a big thing over to galaxy's edge. Uh, and, and most likely, and I guess there's other ones that I haven't caught yet. Um, but apparently that I was talking to people at work and they were like pointing stuff out. I was like, Oh, interesting. But what's most likely going to happen is that all like this stuff is foreshadowing Hondo showing up. And the reason why is because Boba and, um, and Hondo Onaka actually have history when growing up before Boba was even born, Django and Honda were actually good friends. And this is canon still. Um, uh, and uh, and Honda's always looking for a score. He's, he, he's looking for some type of money 
and stuff like that. With now Boba rising into power, it would make sense that Honda would come in and be like, hello, my friend. And then like try and get some type of like deal of where, you know, they could have a partnership or something. But Han- but Boba would probably turn away in some sense. And, you know, that would that would make sense to bring Hondo into live action because yeah. um, I'm not giving anything. I mean, I mean, if, if y'all know where I work, you know, where I work, but and, and me but, yeah. and, and this guy. But yeah. a lot of people, when they see him, they always yeah. go, who is who is that? I have yeah. no idea who that is. Right. And it's it's that thing that he's not well known to people besides the Clone War, you know, fans, rebel fans, and you know, some of the novels that have come out. So to bring in Hondo, I think would be a very smart move for for Disney, as well as it makes sense yes. that he shows up to pay tribute to to be like, My friend, look at right. you all grown up now. And and okay, yeah. so here's my question. Is he, is he gonna be digital? Or is he gonna be? Um, they gotta be a guy in a costume. Like, how are they gonna do that? Okay, so what I'm thinking is, if they did it, it would be exactly how they did it for Galaxy's Edge. Um, of uh, of where they like have like the actor, right? And and then they just dub his voice with Jim Cummings, like they do in the show, because mm-hmm. of the guy talking in the show. That's not Jim Cummings. That's just another guy, right? And then they, you know, put nice. Jim Cummings' voice like on him so when he's talking like it's like oh my gosh it's hondo and that's so, exactly so, what they can do so so you're saying we're gonna have a guy in a costume yeah make up all everything talking and then they're just gonna dub in his oh that's right. gonna be interesting to see because i don't think we've only seen a few people cosplay as hondo but I, we've never seen a live action hondo right we, and, like at galaxy's well, edge he's an animatronic and it works and then, at Galaxy's Edge. And it works at Galaxy's Edge, but then also in Galaxy's Edge, when you do your pre-video before you yeah. go into your mission, it's an animated, it's an animated Hondo, completely CG Hondo yeah. talking to you before the mission. So it, it's just like, man, how crazy is that going to be if we finally get that live-action Hondo and it's an actual person in a costume? What, what well, are we going to see, David? We've what? seen a lot of live-action Weequays. Uh, the first guy knocked into the Sarlacc yeah, that's right. was a Weequay. Yeah, so I was kind of like half expecting to see that guy in there with Boba Fett, but we didn't get yeah. that. Well, yeah, that would have been cool to see other people. In there. And all well, the way back in in the sequel timeline, people were maybe like predicting that we're going to get Hondo in the sequel trilogy, and that of course never came to pass. Yeah, would have been it would have been really smart if they introduced him at the beginning of Episode Nine, like because and then we always said that's the I best way to bring that. people i was saying yeah. that i, we I, were I was all like dude that. it's galaxy's edge it, 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 it would have been awesome if like an opening scene with like like chewy and poe and like finn and like honda was there and then they end up like dropping the falcon off and then and then honda would be like thank you for having me on your mission or something and i and and like i have to get back to um to Onaka Transport Solutions, and he could like do like a weird plug to his business. And then hey, another would... thing they could have done was like <laughs> while they're on the mission, they could be like, "Hurry up and fix whatever Hondo broke on this thing." That would have just been like, yeah, of, uh, of just some certain reference yeah. to Galaxy's Edge because yes, we've had a couple, but no joke for Galaxy's Edge, it takes place like it takes six months before the events of Rise of Rise. Skywalker. So I was like, why not just use that timeline? And like plug Galaxy's Edge a little bit because of the point of Galaxy's Edge kind of was yes, it's immersive and stuff, but it was also the hype the next movie. But you so, know what? You know why they didn't do it? Because they're gonna do it for the Book of Boba Fett. That's why they're gonna they're gonna show us mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge somewhere in the Book of Boba Fett. So okay, <laughs> so so let's get let's get to the actual show. Um yeah. so we start off with Boba Fett and we finally see him crawl out of the Starlight Pit. And one thing uh, David always mentioned was he has a light. 
it's it's a light there on the on the, when he pulls it down. It's a light that shines. It's a flashlight. Yeah. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's pretty true. And then he uh, he sucks some air, or I was gonna say it's like some kind of drug that gets him the the boost to you know to get to get out of the uh, the Sarlacc pit. It could um, just be oxygen. Yeah, it could just be oxygen. I know. I was just messing around. Yeah. Like I think it was like the good stuff. He was spice. Like, oh, that's I need that spice here. But um, <laughs> and then he uses his flamethrower, and then he just pops up. And then David and I, I on Patreon, we were watching it. And I was like, you know, honestly, they could have just started it right there with him just popping up. And that, I would have been perfectly fine with that. Like, That's fine. just like the, the camera panning across the Sarlacc pit. You see Jabba's barge. You see it on fire. And you just see a fist just boom, just come on out. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that armor looks fresh. Like, the armor honestly looks fresh. Yeah. So if you're watching us live, are, they, are people going to be able to watch this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, like, the, I was saying, if they would have just started it with him just pushing his fist out through the through the through the the, the sand, that would have been such a great opening. But you know, like that. Look at that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And um, and so yeah, he gets captured. I mean, he 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 comes out, and then who comes up? The freaking Jawas come out. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, it made a lot of sense. It was still upsetting. I mean, it, it made sense because even um. Timothy Oliphant, what was what was his name? Um, the Cobb Marshall. Cobb. Yeah, even he says he got it from from Jawas. Like yeah, he, he, he but but in the novel, it's a completely different story, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Because which, which which novel? Um, aftermath. It is. Yeah, it's one of the aftermaths. Um, yeah. David can probably talk more about it. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. There was a guy walking around with Mandalorian armor, and that was supposed to be Boba Fett's. Yeah, right. It was Cobb yeah. Vanth, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. really remember the exact story of how he obtained. There was a different. I know there's a story. He did not. He did not yeah. get it from Jawas in the novel, and and that novel was still technically canon. But then they kind of retconned it in the in the first episode of That's season what Star two. Star Wars is really yeah. good at. I love it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, what call it? So yeah, then he's he's there for left for dead there on Tatooine, and then the the Tuscan Raiders find him and they bring him back. So so why do the Tuscan Raiders like? Do anything. I, well, and something else that I thought was like they looked. I was not expecting them to look the way they looked. So it's like, hey, it's a different tribe of Tuscan Raiders that we've never really seen before because of, um, uh, because of the the outfit of 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 the main leader guy kind of looks like um, who is um, um, it, uh, from Solo Infis. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The like main leader dude kind of looked like he had that kind of costume, and that that made me think more because of there's also you know stuff that we'll talk about later, but there are hints at Crimson Dawn, um, and and just in this first episode, so I was like, you know, that might be you know a foreshadow from yeah, because of like look at that 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 looks a little bit similar. Um, so, so you don't think these are Tuscan Raiders? Tuscan Raiders? These are something else on Tatooine, like another 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 tribe that's related somehow to maybe crimson dawn no or, or no, not no, or no, uh, no, infant's no, nest no, sorry infant's nest no yeah. no no oh, okay so no i'm i'm just saying that like the like costume scheme of mm-hmm. the leader is just kind of foreshadowing maybe you know you know a hint at what we kind of left off in solo where like you know kira may come back crimson dawn like it's still, you know, happening right now, and yeah. I and I think all these small little hints and Easter eggs are foreshadowing things that 
are going to happen. And that's what sometimes, you know, these episodes and shows do. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of just seeing that. Like the first thing I thought was, oh, Solo. And then nice. there are other hints at Solo as well, like of them playing Sabak and stuff like that. Solo. So I was like, there are, you know, different elements that, you know, are foreshadowing something from Bring, Solo may appear again. Bringing in Crimson Dawn would be Smart the, the smartest move for them to do because of the underworld theme that you had in Solo and the fact that you're like, oh, there's a whole plot going underneath the yeah. original trilogy. Why not bring them in and why not have this 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 terrorist group, if you may, right. trying to go against Boba Fett? And then one thing that David said was the guys later on with the shields and everything. He was like, he said, I immediately thought of Crimson Dawn. Uh, wasn't there a Tuscan Raider Jedi in the comics that survived or season six? Yes, yes. Uh, and and on top of that, the, the, there was also one that actually teamed up with Anakin as well, which is Legends. But in the comics, we actually see him take off his like like his actual like Tuscan Raider like mask, and we actually see like a Tuscan Raider face, which that was in the comics Legends like years ago, um, like way way before like Disney even you know got the rights to Lucasfilm. So that's something I would like to see is like to see a Tuscan Raider unmasked. I think that would be really, really interesting. I, I think, I mean, I don't want to say I think we're going to, I think we might get that in yeah. these flashbacks. I think uh, we're going to, I think we're going to stay with these guys for a bit and they're going to be in the next, the next episode and it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so it was just Boba Fett for the first like 15 minutes is just getting the crap beat out of him. I mean, the poor guy just can't get a break. He's over there getting punched by all the young, all the younglings, and then <laughs> he can take his hits though. Yeah, I was gonna say it did. It did show that he's a pretty tough guy that he he yeah. can take a hit pretty well. Yeah. And then he tries to escape, and then this dude, this uh, this, but we don't know what his name is, but the other prisoner, yeah, screams. It's like why? why? That I mean, was random. Hit. Yeah, no, I was hoping that. I mean, like now that would have been cool if if that was the weak way that ended up like falling in with him because of because of when david said that that made me think of the robot chicken episode where like boba fett is trapped in with that guy and i was like how cool would that be if like that ended up being like the same favreau that came yeah, in yeah it's kind of funny that ravo Ra- favreau would have maybe done a, a joke like that like yeah and uh and uh and, 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 and then that same character would have been voiced by seth green yeah, i was gonna say like... if seth green was the voice that just would have been the most perfect the perfect thing yeah. ever but yeah, um i mean like hey man so yeah. so so yeah they, they he is he he tries to escape he gets captured and then it's kind of and one thing david pointed out was it's almost like a uh like a test they want to see if this guy's worthy to be to still right. be alive if you may and i guess he passes because i i think their test was is he gonna is he just gonna fold or is he gonna keep fighting for as long as he possibly can and of course boba fett yeah. is tough he's still he's he keeps getting up and then finally it's too much you know and then he he collapses and they let him live um and then of course when we find out that of course it was a dream and then he wakes up and his band is what's up we actually never talked about um like the beginning of where he was having flashbacks like of of like where like we actually see him like a glimpse of Camino. Yeah, I was never that's right. expecting to see Camino like that again. So it, it it was like for five seconds where he's just looking at the water and stuff like that. And then we also, you know, um uh, see like a, a different shot of young Boba picking up Django's helmet, mm-hmm. like a actual different shot of it. And and I think they might have used a different actor because of 
You don't yeah, fully see Daniel Logan's too. face. So, like, yeah, technically, they, I guess Daniel Logan is in the book of Boba Fett, but, like, the younger version, not a new version of him. Yeah, which on, I didn't on, think uh, they would. On IMDb, uh, Daniel Logan is credited as young Boba Fett, but yeah, that could that could just be somebody who wishful thinking on their part that he. Well, I I mean, well that and 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 I bet you know Daniel Logan probably got really excited about that because like he's been you yeah. know campaigning to get back into. And God, and, I hope he, I hope he comes back. Yeah, I hope I hope they do a good flashback to where he can yeah. wear the suit. But anyways, um, so yeah, we find out that Boba just kind of chills in his tank all day. And I guess his body is still recovering from from the uh, from the acid because now when you see him, the scars are kind of r- like really gone. Yeah. His face looks a lot better. And his eyebrows thing, are coming back. David pointed out he probably didn't want to be in the makeup chair that long and was like, just 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 heal me, <laughs> just put me in this thing, and I'm good. Um, because even when we see him at the end and during the episode of season two of, of The Mandalorian. Uh, he's all pale. He has those scars. He's all messed up. Uh, and so now we're like, oh, okay, here he is. Here he is kind of rejuvenated. Of course, like we say, he didn't want to wear all the makeup. But um, but yeah, just like Anakin, he has to chill all day in that thing. And then this is David's favorite part right here, the suit up, um, watching all the droids put the suit on him. That's actually pretty cool. And then um, and everyone's paying tribute. Everyone's yeah. coming from all around to pay tribute to to Boba Fett. So here's here's my question of of Boba Fett going to Tatooine and doing all this is, I mean, I guess this is a kind of a um, uh, early early time to question it. But why is he choosing to do this? Why what is driving Boba Fett to to go to Tatooine and to take over this title? as opposed to just going around the galaxy and doing whatever he wants to, because he has a second chance at life. Why, why do you think he chose this? To, to the, this? Um, well, because of when a, you know, and, and this is also, you know, kind of going into real life as well is when you have a near, um, a near, a, a near death experience, you know, that gives you a perspective on life, right? And it makes you want to do things differently than what you were doing before. Okay. Um, uh, I can personally relate to that because I was in a car accident. I flipped my car and I thought that was done. And then I, you know, I definitely changed the way that I looked at life and I started to do things better and I took more of the initiative on things. Okay. And, I, and, and that that's why I, I relate to this because no joke, he's like, you know what? You know, before I was just serving people like, like, he like even made a comment of being like, "Wow, I um uh I I um I used to you know work for these people, and it's weird like you know from this perspective." So it's it, it's him being like, "I am taking the initiative. I am going to do better, and I'm going to you know do better for myself, and maybe do better for people." Is what it sounds like because of no joke. Like you see him later going and be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know that I am um uh, I, I'm here to I'm here to protect you. You don't need a you know, w- worry about paying me or something like that. And then, you know, Fennec Sharon's like, you know, the Gamorrean guard should be carrying you on a thing. And he's like, I, I, I don't work like that. Like, you know, he's he, he's doing things differently than Jabba would. And it's because of he saw he he saw the flaws in that of the way mm-hmm. that they were ruling. So he has a whole different ex- um, view. Uh, yeah, his outlook on life totally. Yeah, changed. I'll, I'll look in life and 
that's what happens when, you know, there is, you know, when it, sometimes it takes a, you know, a near death experience <laughs> and, 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 and this is a prime example of it. And yeah, true, this true. is kind of dark and, and deep. And, and that's what we've been wanting is more, you know, darker stuff in star Wars, even though, you know, yes, order 66 is dark, but like, I'm talking about like more on like on the, on, on the real terms that, you know, where we can really compare it with, you know, hmm. what's going on in the world right now. And to compare to star Wars, like this is like a perfect theme to it. Yeah. yeah, and this was the droid right here in Return of the Jedi that was torturing that one gaunt droid. I believe. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> he's got his feet that, in the air. That, that is him? I thought he was a lot darker than that, or maybe that was him. I can't remember. Hmm. Probably is. I mean, because that's a great way to connect everything together. And then we get this uh, this guy, which I looked up, and it says apparently this is this is uh, Robert Rodriguez doing the voice of this guy. Nice and I like how he says, "May you never leave Mos Espa." <laughs> the way he says, like, only a, a Trandoshian can make a compliment and a threat at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make a compliment feel like a threat at the same time. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he, he's giving him a Wookiee pelt, and it looks like a child. It looks like a young Wookiee pelt that he's yeah, giving him. So yeah, I, I was not expecting that. It made me um, really sad to see that. I was like, oh, poor, yeah. poor Wookiee. But, <laughs> but, but something else about that is that I think that might be foreshadowing with something David and I were talking about. Um, uh, about yesterday is that there is a there is a bounty hunter that is a Wookiee that Boba actually did travel with in the comics. Um, when you know, in in the days of the Empire, um, I'm gonna look up his name, but it wasn't your traditional like brown Wookiee. Like he he had like black fur and like white mm. fur and had like long braids and and he definitely did travel with Boba for a bit. Um. Uh, but that may be foreshadowing that we might see him. And and there's only bounty hunters besides, you know, the main ones like Bosk and IG-88 that I want to see. Like from the Clone Wars, there's Embo. Like seeing Embo live action, oh, my gosh, that would be so cool. Because <laughs> he, he, like, had the hat where he would throw, like, Captain America's shield and would bounce off stuff and he would be able to put back on. Like, that would be awesome to see. I, I think we're going to get a lot of that in the next episodes where all these people heard Boba Fett's back, Boba Fett's back. And they're all, and that's just a great excuse to bring all these characters that we've seen in Clone Wars. And we've, we've heard about in Rebels, like to come in and it, it just makes perfect sense for that. And I, I don't know, they're they're Like you said, they're setting up a lot of stuff in this episode and it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see. And then uh, of course, then he, we, we see the, the mayor's page, if you may come in and the mayor, He's annoying, annoying guy, most annoying character I've ever seen in Star Wars. Um, is like, uh, we're here. To, the the mayor wants tribute from you, and Boba's like, uh, no, that's not the way it works. <laughs> uh, my tribute to the mayor is that you get to go live, and that was I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, and so we're thinking that the uh, what's what's that the Athorian right? That's the that, that yeah that's yeah. who we're thinking yeah the Athorian now we're thinking is the is going to be the mayor of Mas Espa, which now we found out that's where, you know, Anakin, Anakin lived next to Jabba's palace. Like he was, Anakin was in the same neighborhood there in Mas Espa, um, which reminds me, do you think we're going to get pod racing? Like, that'd be pretty cool. Well, it is in our bingo card. So yeah, Maybe. I think we got three hits last night on the bingo card. I think we got oh, yeah. <laughs> slave one, Max Rebo. I, and I don't else. think we saw Slave One. You see it for a couple of seconds. Oh, okay. On Camino. It's on Camino. Oh, because yeah, yeah, that's true. 
and it took me the second time. So actually, it took me the third time with David to see it. Was you can actually see Django outside of Slave One, Ooh, and so okay. it kind of it looks oh. like it's the scene whenever they're trying to escape, and and uh, Obi Wan's got to come out. But I don't know. That could just be coincidence. But yeah, it, it was pretty cool. So what do we have on the bingo cards? Um, let's see. Uh, we've got. Oh, Max Rebo, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Oh, Sarlacc Pit as well. Yep. Um, we got Max Rebo, Slave One, and Sarlacc Pit. That's it? Just those three? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Slave there one, are Max stuff Rebo, that Sarlacc. I wish maybe we added, you know, because of, because of, um, because of now there's things that I wish we added, like something, you know, about Crimson Dawn on there, maybe. And well, I mean, then... we didn't know. I mean, we were. Yeah. I, I think we were all just excited it was coming back that we didn't think that, oh, hey, Crimson Dawn could come in yeah. this thing. All right. So anyway, anyways, back to yeah. and back I... to Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, we're about to see uh, Colin's favorite part here in a second. Um, so, yeah, the page leaves and then we get on that. We see these. uh these guards who were loyal to Jabba, loyal to Bib Fortuna, now they're going to be loyal to to Boba Fett. And of course, like we said earlier, Bo- uh, Bib Fortuna yeah. ate all their food. And yeah, this is Moss Espa as like we've never seen it before, which is I, I guess it's pretty cool. I mean, it looks this is probably the one of the cooler special effects I've seen in a long time in Star Wars because that looks legit. Like that when the, when the camera panic like did that I was like wow they they built a whole city in a can. <laughs> I really so here's my thing I I really like Tatooine um I I like Tatooine now, but... now Brooke Brooke does not like Tatooine she like does not like that we keep going back to it uh, but, I remember her saying that yeah but David and I like it a lot and you probably too James because of this is where Star Wars began. Like, yeah, like Star Wars, like really began on Tatooine, like with Luke's journey. And then we go back in the prequels and, and it, it, it was done so well. Like, I love Tatooine and I love that we keep exploring it. Like the whole thing in episode five of The Mandalorian, where we see Tusken Raiders and they're doing sign language. I was like, yes, I was like, <laughs> like m- m- more of this, like more history about Tatooine. And, and then we go back in the first episode of of season two of the Mandalorian yeah. and the whole arc. I was like, my gosh, like this, this is amazing. Like, I want to see more of Tatooine. I'm glad that for the most part, it seems like for the book of Boba Fett, the entire show is going to take place on Tatooine. Yeah. I'm a little nervous that you're right, that the entire show will take place yeah. on Tatooine. Cause I, I was hoping for, for a bigger, but the fact that it's on Tatooine, it's, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. And of course we see Boba Fett walking through the streets and they're, they're saying that, you know, he, he should be, he should be carried around, but he's like, no, I don't need to be carried around. And um, and he goes into this place, which is called the Sanctuary, yeah, uh, which is this bar. And you got a band playing the uh, a variation of the Cantina theme, yeah. And there's Max Rebo, and the- oh, there he is. Oh my gosh! Like, look at that. He he oh has a cleaner God. piano. Like, he <laughs> looks like he lost some weight there. Like, I mean, so he on, lost man. a lot of weight. Looks like he got a few more warts there on his arm. Yes, yeah, I, I uh, see he's, that. He's I getting older. That. Yeah. And then uh, David pointed out he thinks this is, um, I mean, it's not him, but Robert Rodriguez playing the guitar. Like, that's the sound effect of Robert Rodriguez playing the guitar, which would be pretty oh. great. Yeah. That'd be great if it was uh, Antonio Banderas, like, yeah. <laughs> out of Mariachi. That would have just been, oh my gosh, that would have been the best. Um, so, yeah, they come over here, they clean their helmets, and then she, uh, then. Jennifer Beals ask. I'm going to call her that because I don't know what her name is, but the, the owner of this Narcissa. place, 
Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. She asks if she he wants his hogs washed and fed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> good grief! And, uh, it, it sounds insulting, but at the same time, it's like I want to visit that kind of. I mean, that, that's a cool place you go to. And like, if I brought my dog, is it okay if we bathe your dog? Like, yeah, bathe the dog. Yeah, do it. Just come on. I bet you can say I want to be hosed down and fed. No, 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 <laughs> no. But this is Colin's favorite shot, and I laughed at this because I was like, "Wow, they he's back there." Like. <laughs> yeah 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 like i mean it's it's not like oh hey you know he, he's you know it's a quick shot and move on like he yeah. keeps showing up in the background and i was like she's got an over a minute like you know i will i will say this though this might remind me of the fact that in star wars a new hope the the band was never there when they filmed on uh when they filmed there on the cantina no. and so every time you cut to it you're always like what where I guess it's in the corner somewhere, but they never once showed the band. So I think this was kind of funny that they were like, it's there. The band's here. It's we're there. It's, it's all there, you know, but yeah. um, that made me laugh. And so, yeah, then we find out that he's like, you know, I'm, I'm now the uh, protector of this place. Just want you to know that you can continue your business like usual. And then she says, okay, well, thank you. Now that this is your place. She seemed a little, she seemed a little, um, uh, like, like, hmm. This is your place now, as you know. Like, she seems a little upset that he's he's there. And, well, uh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, how would you feel if, if, like, you know, if if someone came into your establishment and be like, "Hey, listen, you can keep, you know, running things the way you are, but I'm in charge. You know, I'm, yeah, I guess, I'm now your superior." Like, I yeah, guess that would I, be I, upsetting. I, yeah, but we just missed the the Republic credits there and his uh, his helmet. Mm. Republic credits. Um, and then we get these Watto! guys. Where's Watto? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I thought we were going to get Watto when I saw it was in uh, Mas Espa. I was like, oh, that'd be crazy, but he's yeah, all old. I mean, I'm just seeing him like flying in the background. Like he's at this point, he's really old. So he's, yeah, so he's he, really, he probably so... has like a, a droid fault, like yeah. flying him places. Um, <laughs> and then we, we get to this this action sequence. Yeah. And th- they, they try everything, but these guys are really, really good. I mean, they, he tries to fire the rocket launcher. He tries to throw her over his back. And then finally, the guards show up and save the day. And he gets, he gets, he, he doesn't do too well. I mean, he, he gets shocked. He like, he like does take a beating, but honestly, he's still holding his own. Like, yeah. like, Tim Morrison, honestly, is a kick ass actor. Like, he, like you know, said that I'm doing this. Like I'm if, if, if I'm gonna be in the show, I'm gonna be doing most of the stunts. Like I'm gonna be fighting yeah. and stuff. And I remember watching that that huge battle that they did in season two, Amando. And he he like has like the gappy stick, and he's just taking down stormtroopers. I'm like, yes, yeah, that was yes. awesome. So that was um, awesome to see him. Yeah, so I'm just seeing him like in action in here is just oh, it, it makes me so happy because of. This like character, no joke, has had a bad rep because of because of just Return of the Jedi. You know, he gets stabbed in the back by a blind guy and then goes down a Sarlacc pit. Well, boom. yeah, this, that was George Lucas pretty much just saying, just get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, but, this gang is called Nightwind. RFB just said that. That's what this gang is called. Okay. From where? Like, what source is that from? Because of there's there are hints at um. There's hints at Crimson Dawn coming, and it's been happening in the comics, which are, you know, technically um, canon. Uh, that during the so during the events like between Empire and Return of the Jedi, 
um, Kira actually tries to steal <laughs> Han and Carbonite. Oh, in the credits. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Now I feel like an idiot. Um, <laughs> You're like, source. Please tell me it, it just says Nightwing uh, Assassin, and then it just says, see the credits. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, now well, we know it's the night. You know so what? all thank of our you. theories about Crimson Dawn are completely done right now. Yeah. So. Well, well, I thought, well, so something David said too earlier is that some people are saying if you like, listen to like a portion of the show, like if you listen to the theme, it sounds very similar to Crimson Dawn theme, um, which I didn't hear, which again, I only watched the episode once, but um, uh, I, I think that will, because of during that timeline thing I was talking about is that that time from Empire to Return of the Jedi, we actually see um, Kira actually tries to get, um, uh, tries to steal Han and Carbonite from Boba. So they also have history too. And Crimson Dawn, mm. you know, is still happening right now. So that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. So seeing seeing Kira come back would be awesome and yeah, we know Amelia Clark loved that character so it, it it would be a no-brainer to bring it back um and then we get this awesome chase sequence this parkour chase sequence through the roofs and Phoenix Shan um she corners them and of course they're no match for her one-on-one or two-on-one <laughs> she could beat them up and uh but before they leave uh, before she gets them Boba tells her alive like he wants and I like how she was like, "You just need one alive. You don't need." Yeah, two. and then she just kicks the other one off the roof, and yeah, that was at pretty him cool. And he's like, "Dang, but, but, you but got before me. that though, we missed him just completely disintegrating that guy on the wall." Oh like, yeah! Oh my I, I was, gosh! I told I told uh, David I was like, "I want to just just that on loop all day." Him looking up and just going, <laughs> "I was like that. <laughs> that was that was awesome." <laughs> yeah. I know it's pretty messed up. I got a weird sense of uh, what 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 pleases me with my my entertainment. Your sadist genes, yes. <laughs> um, and, and, okay, so so she captures them, and then but before she captures them, you see Bulba saying, "Get me back to the back to pod." Like he needs to get he needs to get back, and the guards they just throw him in with his clothes on. Like just get in there, man. Just it's cool, and um, Take and so. So it, it makes me realize that he's very weak. He is, I mean, he's strong, but he's also in dire need of constant just healing, like all day. It seems like anytime we're not going to see him, he's going to be in this tank. And I think this is a good writer's writer device to do this, which is every time he's in here, you can do the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really clever. It's like, how do we do the flashbacks and make it feel natural? It's like, oh, when he's in there, he's asleep and we can start showing people that and so i thought that was really cool that we're going to be getting these flashbacks when he's in the tank um the red key raiders from aftermath but alas oh yeah they're on tatooine i wish i wish joseph was here joseph would have all all of that ready to ready to go he knew who everybody was in aftermath i only read the first couple of books yeah joseph where are you? Yeah, Joseph. Yeah, I think we should also start a petition to get Joseph back on the podcast, please. But anyways, so the Gamorians, they put him in the uh, the tank, and then we go back to the flashback, and Boba gets taken with Who's this youngling. Yeah, this annoying. Yeah, <laughs> um, they they get he goes on a mission, and they find this homestead there. And David also thought the same thing I did, which was. 
Lars? Like, is that, was that the Luke Skywalker yeah, homestead? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I saw that too. Get... It looked very similar, but, but but then I was like, the the like landscape looks kind of different. But then again, it's Tatooine, so sands happen all the so, time. So, 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 so let me ask you this question: Were they going there to get the water, and then they found that they were being taken over, or were they just going somewhere to dig to get water? I don't. I don't. Know. I think they were just like thugs, pirates. Well, I, no, no, no. I'm talking about Boba Fett and the the the, the youngling taking him out. Oh, there. like on were his they, walkabout, like his yeah, journey. yeah. Was he taking them there to get the water and then go back? And then the, he was like, okay, I guess we got to go dig our own. Or did they just stumble upon this? Uh, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, he yeah, they he went out to like prove himself, and yeah. I think. I don't know, maybe they were going there to maybe try and steal water or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then, of so, course, we end up in a different situation. So, JL stands for Jabba Lives. Just watch Justice you know League. Here comes <laughs> Snyder. <what> David said. <laughs> I said that like, I was like, you know what JL stands for? He's like, Justice League. I was like, oh my god. No, um, uh, but, okay, so fun fact. Uh, so, Kid Tusken Raiders are called, uh, Eulaz. Um U L I Eulogs dash A H. Don't ask me to pronounce that, man. I have a stutter. I, I saw that. And, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to say that. And the youngling is actually played by Jimmy Kimmel's um uh Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. No, really? Yeah. Oh yep. man. Yeah, that we looked guy, it up. Oh, he is he is gonna be like writing on that on on air for a while. He's gonna be like my son, like my nephew was in Star Wars. He's gonna be saying that for a while. Yeah, uh, but funny. no, no, yeah, yeah. RFB. That's what we were saying was no, not not the not the group taking the water, but if the Tuscan Raider child was go, was going there just for the water, there to that homestead, and then they ended up having to go somewhere else to dig for water. Yeah, and and then that's a whole other thing. There's water in pods underneath Tatooine. I mean. It just grows there. I mean, I, I I don't know. That was a weird plot device that they threw in there. Was that if you dig in the sands of Tatooine, you're gonna find water, right? In pods. I mean, yeah. I I was confused about that too because of the the first thing that popped in my head was uh, when he was holding that. I didn't think that was water. I I, I was thinking of of the of the weird bread thing. Mm-hmm. That um uh that Ray had in Force Awakens. Oh, and, uh, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, how yeah. she cooked it and then it rose up. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I, I was like, oh, they're just lying around. And I was like, wait a minute. No, it's water. Because of yeah, it, it's, it, it looks like that shape. Yeah, and it's it's in that now we know why uh Banthas are always grazing in the in the desert. They're looking for the water. So hey, it makes sense now. And wow. so they're digging, they're digging, and then that's when we get Goro from um Yeah. I thought that was a rancor hand popping on at first. Yeah, that's what David like, thought too. Yeah, I I was like, oh nice. And then like and then it was like, nope, it's got four arms and it looks like a like a character from, from Mortal, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> or it looks like a character from Mortal Kombat. But one thing David also pointed out was it kind of looks like the sea creature from uh the original Clash of the Titans by Harry uh what was his name? Um Ray Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen, yeah. Um, which a lot of modern filmmakers always always pay tribute to him and what he did with the, the stop motion animation back in the day. And it does, it kind of looks like the sea creature. I guess, I don't know. I don't know what the name was, but from that, from the original clash of the Titans. And so, yeah, now comes the part where he's going to kill the youngling 
And then Boba jumps on the back and just layers the crap out of him. <laughs> That's How what... did they chop his head off, though, is my question. Because they didn't have any, like, actual... <laughs> I'm pretty but... sure they sawed it off. Yeah, if you simply just rub the chain on his neck and saw it off. Okay, well, right, or maybe dude. that's why he holds the chain that. up. Maybe that's why he holds the chain up there on that part. Maybe he's yeah, just like, possibly. let's do it. We we got to do it. And then they, um, they saw off the head. And I was confused, wondering if the youngling was taking the credit for it, which he is taking the credit for killing the monster. But the leader knows uh, it was wasn't Boba. him. It was yeah, Boba, it was Boba, which is why he walks up to him. And gives him and water. That was... It, that little part said so much without saying anything like him walking up to him, handing him the water and walking away. It was like, he's like, you're good. You're cool. And I thought that was such a cool way to end the episode. Well, I'm thinking what's going to happen too, which I think it might be foreshadowing is that Boba also maybe learns sign language like Mando did. And then when the next time we see Mando and, and Boba together, then they'll both do it like at the same time with the Tuscan Raiders, and then you know maybe maybe we'll get more of a of a backstory of how Mando has experience with Tuscans because that's something that I really want to know because if Mando really really has like a like you know like a backstory with him because when we first see him talk to Tuscan Raiders in episode five from chapter five and season of Mando, like we just see him just go in and, and talk to yeah. him like it's a normal thing, and I'm like whoa. All I know is I'm so looking forward to the next episode. Like they ended it. They ended it in a place where you're just like, I need to know what happens next. And I think, and I was telling David, I think there's only like three or four shots we've seen in the trailers that are not in the first episode. So that means, that means we have an entire like huge collection, like the whole, like, like him meeting with all the people in the Godfather esque scene where he's at the head of the table, him meeting with the mayor, and then them on the speeder bikes, mm-hmm. and then them walking to the, the Slave One. Uh, you know, when he's in his robe walking to Slave One with Finnick Shan. I think that's it. I think we've seen everything already, minus those few those few scenes. So I I, I think it's gonna. I think we're in for a huge surprise of what the show is going to offer. Oh, yeah. No, there is a lot. Um, a lot that's going to happen. And the future of Star Wars is bright, too. Like, like it's not just, you know, hey, it's the Book of Boba Fett and then we're done. Like, I remember I remember last year we uh, I remember last year we ended up getting um, we really the only like of, of this year we only got the bad batch and then we ended up getting you know the first ep- episode of book of boba fett but i remember sitting there like next year's gonna be crazy because if we are getting you know kenobi we're getting Endor, we're getting you know a second season of bad batch we're getting hopefully the lego star wars game um uh we are i gave you know, up on that one a long time no dude i didn't i've been holding on i mean i've 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 i've, I've been i've been crapping on it a little bit because it's been canceled and they've gave us no explanation what they said spring 2022 so i'm holding hope and most likely you know around celebration and then we're also getting star Wars celebration and then uh, we're also getting maybe mandalorian season three Yes, yeah. So there is in Kenobi, and there is a lot going on next year for Star Wars, and and and, and it's really exciting that we're getting back into, into that. Um, uh, yes. yes, we will be back next Wednesday for Chapter Two. We will be doing breakdowns every Wednesday. Yeah, um, 
and, and also uh, go on to uh, follow us on Twitter because there's a new thing called Twitter space, which David pointed out to us. And we were able just to talk, like just talk on Twitter. And if you follow us, you can just hear us talking and then you can join in, too, if you want to. And we can just have a discussion about it. And we were talking with a with a few people about Star Wars yesterday. And I was like, this is the coolest thing. It's like we can do a podcast just just chilling on, on Twitter yeah. on Twitter. And um, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, David and I also dropped our commentary on Patreon um, for for the first episode. And we talked a lot about what we what we liked about it and we just talked about all the cool stuff we saw in the first episode. But um, it, it's just I don't know. It, like you said, Colin, it, it's it's just going to get better and better. Like once 2022 hits, it's going to get crazy because so so do we know the order of the shows how they're going to come out like Andor's going to come first I guess Is it or I don't know or we don't know Kenobi? anything cuz of cuz of cuz I think you remember I think Andor might have got done before Kenobi I may be wrong about that Yeah I think we might get Andor sometime in March Yeah I I, I just want Kenobi man that's like <laughs> I, I want think, Well, I think a lot of so people are bad. sleeping like, on Andor. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Andor too. I think Andor is going to surprise a lot of people. Yes, I, yes. I, I think I that one's going to come that. out, and but you still want Kenobi. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, because of that, that has been something that we've wanted since Disney got the rights to lucasfilm like i i i remember like a couple of days after like it had the conference call all i could see on youtube was like something with kenobi like 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 a live action clone wars series where it just focuses on kenobi like everyone wanted kenobi so i really really want um to see flashbacks and like more flashbacks like we already in the book of boba fett like you know no joke just seeing, you know, maybe Daniel Logan, you know, like you said earlier, maybe we might see, you know, Daniel Logan do something else in the show where maybe we see a flashback of him getting the dent in his helmet of when, yeah. he, when he when he fights Cad Bane because in Bad Batch, Cad Bane comes back and he's got like that um, padding on his head where where they had the shootout. But officially, we haven't seen that in canon, but there was a deleted scene from the Clone Wars and never made it where Boba and Cad Bane actually have the shootout. Oh, now yeah, it opens that. the opportunity to have that live action. Well, yeah, you got so, Filoni on board. I think Filoni's going to do everything he can. Not do everything he can, but like try his best to, to bring yeah. everything together. Cad um, Bane live action would be everything, man. Like, Cad Bane live I, action would be crazy oh to gosh. see. That would be awesome. Like um, there, there are so many like elements that I really, really, really <laughs> want to see. Like from just Clone Wars and Rebels in general. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just excited. RFB, <laughs> like... But can we go through the book of Boba Fett? First? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get through it. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, gonna, it's gonna happen. But it, it for for us, I think I don't. I, don't, I want to speak for y'all, but for me, it's the knowledge that we're gonna get these other amazing shows all next year as well. And it's like hard not to get like freaked out that oh my gosh, we are gonna get an Andor, we are gonna get a Kenobi, we are gonna get season three of the Mandalorian, right? And it's and then we're plus we're gonna get Celebration this year as well, and then. Knowing that in 2023 we're gonna get our our first live action Star Wars movie that is non Skywalker, you know saga is just it freaks me out to think that. And then we're, we're I think starting probably next year sometime we're gonna start to get some some information about casting. We're gonna get some information about 
a few things about that episode, that movie that Taika Waititi is going to be directing. Right. And, uh, and RFB, uh, I, was, I wasn't trying to be rude. I just don't. I just don't want you to think that I was. I was being a jerk. Oh yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> because of there's also the that there's also the Lando series that's in the works. Um, Supposedly, uh, we still haven't gotten like a hundred percent confirmation. Right. And including Ahsoka, well, okay, so technically we did from the conference call that we got back, like, in in, in 2020. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, But they haven't said anything about that. No, no. Uh, But... Did you hear the the Palpatine there? (laughs) No. No. Uh, But... There is a lot of projects that they that are happening, but they really haven't shown anything because of. I remember, you know, from the conference call, they also talked about the show Droids, where it said, you know, R two and C three PO are are, are going to go on, you know, on this adventure or whatever. Kind of, you know, like in the old show, like Droids, like yeah, which is yeah. on Disney Plus, like the nineteen eighties one. <laughs> Sam and I started watching that, and we were just like, "What is like?" Why? Why, was Why are we watching thing? the holiday special all over again? But, well, it, it, it wasn't the holiday special, except it was like the same animation style. But it was no, no, no more, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, it's yeah. that feeling where you're like, "What were they doing with Star Wars?" Yeah. Like, they had no idea what to do with Star Wars back in the yeah. day. Because um, of because of <laughs> there's so many so many projects that they announced, but we haven't really heard about. And that's what's great about Celebration is that that's where we're gonna get all the info. Because hopefully, but because um, but two shows we know are gone. I mean, two uh, the Rangers of the New Republic, the New Republic, and then what else? and uh, Rogue Squadron are are done. Rogue Squadron yeah. was a, was a feature; those are done. So, well, apparently, uh, Patty Jenkins came back. I believe. I think that was the last what? story. Yeah, make up when? your mind. Make yeah. up your mind. I'm look that up right now. I, I believe. Uh, I just want to read the article. I am, um, and something else about celebration that I'm nervous about because. You know that it's going to be terrifying um, for a couple of the panels because you know everyone's going to want to be in the Kenobi panel. You know everyone's going to be, you know, all the Ahsoka fans are going to want to be in the Ahsoka panel. Mm-hmm. And and I know if there's camping out, Brooke is 100% going to be camping out for that. Like, like yeah. Ahsoka fans are no joke. Like, they are, like, <laughs> die hard. Like, if you get in my way, you're going They're dual wielders. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just read that Patty Jenkins step down from directing Cleopatra so she can focus on Rogue Squadron and Wonder Woman 3. So, okay. it looks like it's going to happen. Sorry about that dog out there barking. Don't worry about that dog barking. Okay, so it's so it's kind of like what happened to Ryan Johnson where like Ryan Johnson was doing more projects, but then he's actually coming back. <laughs> I mean... Of, they also said that about the people who wrote Game of Thrones, and then they just decided to do it. Um... Then they moved down from Star Wars, and they ended up doing stuff for Netflix instead because they had a better deal. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing that makes this one different is that she was gone, but now she's actually saying she's going to come back. So mm-hmm. as opposed to Benioff and Weiss, who we don't have, I don't even know what they're doing right now. They're probably still going like, what do we do for the last episode of Game of Thrones? I think they're still trying to figure out what they did with Game of Thrones. <laughs> but um, well, they spent a big contract with Netflix to do something I know, but, like but Sword and Sandals. We haven't heard anything. We, we we haven't heard anything about it. I've and, heard and more about Ryan Johnson's insane deal with Netflix than I have about Benioff and Weiss's <laughs> deal. Yeah, I'm still I'm still not over the fact that Ryan Johnson, Ram Bergman, and Daniel Craig got a hundred million dollars for net from Netflix. Like that just that is, 
and I know I don't. I say all the time, people are like, "Man, Ryan Johnson." This I was like, "Man, he's doing pretty good. Like he, he, he might no, not need to do Star like, Wars, but man, he's it's crazy." Yeah. No, listen like, to me. I love Ryan Johnson as director. I just don't think his artistic views was was the right call for Star Wars because of he went off the blueprint. <laughs> That's my only thing with Ryan Johnson. That's my only thing. That's my only uh, thing. My only thing is that. Hold on, wait. Why would anyone make a Star Wars movie? That's one of the that's one of the articles. Uh, <laughs> Why? Kathleen oh, Kennedy. Oh, Kathleen Kennedy critics really quiet as Rogue Squadron gets back on track. So, so a lot of people were like, "Oh, yeah." So is so is she gonna continue? Like, how much longer does she have? I think, I think she, she signed another three year contract. The two or three, yeah, yeah. So I now the rumors retire as the president. Rumors are going around that Bob Iger is going to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just remember, I, I, you know, uh, I waved. You're friends with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob Iger and I are like the best. Of oh friends yeah, right now. nice. But he did. Okay, am I allowed to tell that story? Am I or I'm not allowed to tell that story? Am I? Um, because of where where we work, I'm not giving anything away. Am I? I'm just saying, like, you're not talking about anything like behind yeah them. no yeah okay so yeah. so can i tell the story i think i'm gonna tell yeah. the story right now okay so listeners this is this is a true story i, w- I would not lie to you about this okay <laughs> so i am um he, he, i and then we can confirm because he was very hyped yeah like, I, 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 I i i i i almost cried uh so i'm at work and um are, am i i'm still allowed to say where i work right am i Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So as, I work as, at... as long as you don't talk about anything that happens behind okay. the scenes, I just get freaked out because I don't want to say something and I turn around. I know. And... I know. I know. I know. They're right there. Uh, but no. Um, <laughs> so I work red at... dot. Yeah. Flying through the window. Okay. I'm like, see, I'm like, this see, like... those those kind of jokes don't don't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, go on. I work at Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run at Galaxy's Edge here in Disneyland, and they were doing something above. So you you know where it's at, Colin. So right there. Where um, docking bay seven is, how it's a little higher up, yeah. and that so it's up there, and they have a whole movie production set. They have lights, cameras, everything there, and I'm like, what are they doing over here? Are they making another training video for us? And then out from the the side comes Bob Iger with a whole entourage, and I was like, oh my god, that's Bob Iger, and I'm just standing there and I'm looking up at him, and I'm like, Ugh. and one of my coworkers, she was like, you should wave, and I was like, okay, if he looks over here, I'm gonna wave. And I was like, all right. He looked over and I waved. He waved back and he said, how are you? And I said, I'm great. How are you? He said, fine. I was like, cool. That was it. So he and I are like the best of friends like ever right now. But no, it was pretty nuts. It was pretty crazy. I was like, Bob Iger said, ask me how I was doing. It was was just the craziest thing ever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, a lot of the rumors now are going around that he's actually going to come. I mean, this isn't this isn't us. This is like I've been reading it online that he's coming back. But how true those rumors are, we have no idea. Like if that's even gonna happen. Um, yeah. And then I saw Bob Iger. I was watching the Amazing Spider-Man, and he appeared in one of those. Okay, that's not Bob <laughs> Iger. That's not Bob Iger, David. He just looks similar, but that's not Bob Iger. I bet you I, they I, got. I, they, I bet you they put him in there just because he looked like Bob. You. Iger. <laughs> you like post that picture? I looked closely. I was like, "There's no way." And I looked at him. Like, no, he just happens to make the. Like the same facial expression as him, but it's not Bob Iger. That would That's make no his identical sense. twin. Like, like Kathleen Kennedy has an identical twin. That's his identical twin. He he really has no film <laughs> credits, so that is why 
<laughs> that's why you said well, that. I, was I mean, like, you, what? you can be an actor and have no credits. I mean, that's possible. Look at me. Uh... I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so uh, Kathleen Kennedy's on for another three years. And let's see what she does. Maybe they'll extend the contract. Maybe they'll 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 give it to um, somebody else. Who I mean, who else has that 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 experience to do that? Like that's there's not many there's not many producers. Well, you don't have like to be presidents. a producer to be the president. I mean, but that's like 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 just to take something that big and to be in control of all of it. I mean, yeah. Filoni and Favreau are amazing, but when it comes to running the entire company. That that's a lot. I'm not saying they couldn't do it, but I'm just saying like that's a lot of responsibility and a lot of work. Promote Doug Chang. That, that's the, the best president? choice. That's the best choice. Uh, vice, yeah. I still, I'm still happy that he's he's the vice president, but he never like touts like he's never like I'm the vice president of Lucasfilm. You know, he's just it's it's just it says it there, vice president of Lucasfilm. That'd be pretty cool. And he's still drawing stuff for them, as you saw the the, the credits there. It still said, um, what does it say? Production design by Doug Chang. So he still got it. I don't know. But he still got the goods. He still got the goods. So, yeah. So next year, we're going to watch the next episode of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Of, uh, dude, it's so far away. I know. I can't believe we have to wait a whole. Like, we have to wait till next year to watch chapter yeah. two. But I'm so excited. And I know this yeah. podcast was kind of everywhere. But this was just us. Just. Uh, Sup guys, happy holidays. Hope you guys had a good Christmas. Oh, thank you. Worthy is my name. Thank you so much. I had a nice Christmas. I got to go home to Texas and I I saw David. Saw David for a little bit. So that was pretty nice. And yeah, yeah. and you didn't have time to see me. It's fine. I didn't get to go all the way across the country. I went, like I tell everybody, I just lived, I just moved halfway across the country. It feels like it, James. (laughs) Well, now you and I are literally whole like a whole country apart well, yeah yeah i mean because it's funny because of because of i all right so technically if you think about it we're on the same planet um uh <laughs> <because> of, <laughs> technically well no no we no, are yeah, 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 yeah. we are talking about like our yeah because of um oh. uh uh because of i am batu east he is batu west yeah yeah, yeah is it um, batu or batu is it is it Han or Han? Is it yeah. is it Han. you know is it the Falcon or the Han Falcon? Sorrow. Like what what's going on here, man? It's, it's just, Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> hey Matt, what are you doing? Technically, why aren't you on the podcast? Why are you yeah, talking, kid? What the heck? You 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 saw the group chat text. That always makes me well, why laugh. Why aren't you like, here? When I, one I, of us I, comments because <laughs> we all go, "What are you doing? Like, why aren't you right here with us right yes, now?" Yes, no, because of where's Brooke? Of you. Yeah, I was gonna say you like guys were trying to get her on earlier because if I just picked her up from the airport and she was standing there like, "I hope broke on the podcast." She sounds fun today, and she and she was very sweet and she said no. So, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, there was a few words in between when she said no. I'm just joking, yeah. but um, but uh, but no, no. What you call it? Um, but yeah, yeah. We're on the same planet, Batu yeah. or Batu. Yeah. What would you say, Batu or Batu? Batu. I, say, I say Batu. Yeah, I say Batu. What do you say, David? You say the other I way. say Black Spire Outpost. You took my family out. I... Took my family out to Disneyland on Christmas. The three of us <laughs> got to build our own lightsabers. Did you did you go to uh, Smuggler's Run by any chance in the evening? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, you may have you may have seen me there. Just saying. I, um 
I have gotten recognized a couple of times, which is really funny because then because you look a lot more handsome than I do. Okay, that's <laughs> well, why. Well, well, it is funny because of it happened one day, and uh, and then you know people I work with were like, "What just happened?" And I'm like, "I have a podcast," <laughs> and then and they were like, "Oh, okay," because of I also work with people that you know that are on TikTok and they you know, or, or have a big influence or whatever, and they get recognized too. So it was just funny that it happened to me because I thought someone was, I think I told the story where someone was coming up to me and 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 I thought they were going to be, you know, asking a question. And they were like, just wanted to say um, congratulations on the wedding and the whole podcast thing. Like, what? you're doing great. And I, and, I, and, and, and I was confused. It was like, how do you, oh, you listen to the podcast. Thank you, Traveler. May the force be with you. And it was just funny. Nobody has recognized me at all. Yeah. And worthy as my name did do smugglers run. Uh, did, did y'all nice. do it in the, yeah. Thank you for joining us there. That's it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, I just wondering, I was like, were you there in the evening? Cause I was there like super late at night on Christmas <laughs> day, but anyways, don't worry about it. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's pretty cool though, that you get recognized. Uh, David, have you had a celebrity moment like that? Uh, somebody recognize you in public for the podcast? Uh, when, when we were there for star Wars day, um, a couple of people oh, said yeah, something, yeah, because like, we're wearing our shirts. Yeah, I know Josh Josh Russo was there, who we sponsored, who was on ESPN. Wow, that's right. That was that was really funny, um, because of that was before we were we were working there at all. So we were just there for you know for fun, and I was with Matt, and I remember you know there there was a guy right behind us that we were like, hey. You know, he looks familiar. No joke. He turned around and like he was, he was wearing his axe shirt and our podcast name was right on it. And I was like, no way. That's so like awesome. Matt tapped him on the, on, on the shoulder. And he's like, you're the Star Wars Stuff podcast. And I'm like, yeah. That's so, so um, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, I, I haven't gotten recognized. I'm just, just going to keep yeah. saying that. Nobody's yeah. bust like the button. <laughs> <laughs> But, so um, I think Worthy is my name is actually a, a patron of ours because I remember someone mentioning uh, via uh, the messages that they were going to be there and making lightsabers for themselves and the, uh, their their child and I think his wife. So it awesome. might be one of our patrons. Well, well, thank you for joining us. And making the lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge is, is just that's the best. Good it soup. Is so like cool. that is just yeah, the no, best. I, it's I mean. Crazy. And, and if you guys haven't gone yet, I would definitely go. It's 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 Thank such you. an immersive experience. But um, and plus, but if you yeah, go no. if you go to Galaxy's Edge in Florida, you get to see Colin, and if you go to California, you get to see you get to see me. So you can so, so either, we're, we're way. There. either way, either way, either way, you're gonna see one of us at Galaxy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of us is a lot taller than the other one. That's all it is, and darker. Yeah. More handsome. I have more facial hair. That's all. That's the only difference between Colin and I. It's just he's taller and more handsome and doesn't have as much facial hair as I do. And yeah, he's white. I'm I, brown. Yes, the usual. <laughs> but, uh. but, yeah. No, no, no. I like. I mean, like guys, it it was a cool year for Star Wars, but next year is just gonna blow everything. Oh yeah, next year is just am, gonna. I'm be so excited. And uh, uh, and the trailer for Eclipse that that dropped like a week and a half ago. Oh my yes. god, that, that was so cool. Like I, I remember watching that, and I was like, 
Yes, because it's it's it, it's High Republic, and it's gonna be you know. Now that wasn't the open world Star Wars game. I keep saying that because some people are like, "Oh, that's the open world Star Wars game." It's it, it's not. It's gonna be a different game, but it looks like it is an other open world Star Wars game made by a different company because the and other that, one is made by Quantic Quantic Realm, something like that. Which which they they're making like the um the open world um avatar game mm. uh the, the that the trailer for that where it's you where you make your like the like the blue avatars where like you make your own character and you travel through pandora which is really cool but um but this but, the eclipse is the is the high republic it's yeah it's the high republic video game which i think lucas games is trying to say hey this is the this is the the um the, what was it? The old Republic, but now it's canon. It's this like is the High Republic. The yeah, high this Republic is, so this is the cool High Republic, you know. And I, I, I think Disney's really trying to push that as the new. This is the new Old Republic video games that you want to play, and I, I, I'm looking forward to. I'm going to buy it right away. It looks awesome, and now I got to catch up on my High Republic books because there's there's a lot, and I haven't been reading them as much. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, I a, a few stories used. dropped for Eclipse. Um, it, it seems like they're having issues with story. Like that of game's not even like even halfway done. Oh, geez. So apparently they're having tons of issues. And there's also uh, one of the lead designers, project managers, whatever. Uh, he's been known to, uh, I, I believe. Um, no, I, I'm not quite sure exactly. He's. He's not that nice in the workplace. I'll put it. I'll put it lightly. So a lot of uh, Star Wars publications and podcasts have decided not to talk about Eclipse until that guy's removed. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure what his name is, but um, yeah, I know there's someone on that oh. on that lead team that. Uh, well, I didn't get the memo, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they didn't send us that. I didn't know. <laughs> Eclipse well, is gonna be like those taut tell. Telltale game, <laughs> uh, I, but oh, I'm looking forward to. I would be to... so mad, bro. I would be so mad. They they I need like, to do another. I... No, like I I just, I just want a live. I, I want a I want an open world Star Wars game. That's that is all I want. If it's the Eclipse, which Eclipse is kind of hinting at, it was because it was showing like different like characters that like you know that look customized and stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. That would be cool. But what the the actual open world Star Wars game they announced. I I just want to hop on, you know, on Xbox and just roam around the planet, hop on a land speeder, go and chill at the cantina, and then, you know, maybe have a shootout and have a speeder bike chase, you know? Like, just go on my... That is what, you know, like a GTA version of Star Wars. That's something I've always wanted. And yes, I see what... Um, of of D- Detroit becoming human heavy rain. I have a strange... Yes, I saw that. Which those games are pretty good. So rumor has it, AEA might rele- be releasing a uh, Jedi Fallen Order two. Uh, That's also been hinted at, yeah. Because yeah, if, they said that if they wanted deserves this if they wanted like yeah, they said that could be their flagship title for twenty twenty two. So that's what I'm looking forward to is. Jedi Jedi Order Fall uh Jedi Fallen Order, Fallen two. order two. Jedi Fallen Order Jedi what was I saying? Don't worry about it. But uh yeah, I'm looking forward to that game more than anything else because yeah. that looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. But anyway, I think well, we've talked about it. And, and well and including this Lego Star Wars game because of 
the, the reason why I'm excited because of that's going to have over 24 planets that you can kind of free roam. I, come on. They're going to cancel it. It's not going to happen. No. You know what? I'm speaking it into existence because I did that with Max Rebo. And Lego Star note, Wars is happening. Uh, is is going to be happening next year? I'm just saying. All righty then, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, was that it, David? Do we have everything, or was there no? Before we, we go, I'm going to announce the winners of the Tauntaun sleeping bag giveaway. Oh, here we yeah. um, I think they all the know who card. they are, except for one person who was the uh, person who won uh, the Apple review contest portion of it, and that person doesn't have. I don't think they posted the real name, but they have like a, a screen name, and it's Cindy Bug underscore. And the other yeah, two Cindy Bug, Samantha underscore. on Instagram, and uh, Mackie on Patreon. So awesome! Yep, great. Congratulations! Yeah. And, uh, sure, and oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go go for it. Go for it. Oh, I was gonna say this is this is not the only giveaway that we're doing. We do have one of the works right now. It's um, it's posted on Instagram. Uh, we are doing a Book of Boba Fett bingo card. So every time a new episode comes out and something happens, you like, you know, cross it off. And then the first person to message us um, will, who, like, who actually gets a bingo will win a prize. And the prize may or may not be a <laughs> new helmet that came out recently. Yeah, we're just going to say may or may not be that. But yeah, be sure to follow us there on Instagram yeah. at Star Wars Podcast. Uh, look us up Facebook, Twitter, Stuff Pod. We're everywhere. We're doing our best to to be. And now with 2022, uh, going to start here very soon. We're gonna. It's gonna. We're gonna really pick up the podcast game here because we were a little slow 2021 because not a lot was happening. Yeah. But now it's really happening. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for watching us live and. We'll be back next Wednesday with the the next episode of the Book of Boba Fett. So awesome! Great yeah, Sydney you. Bug, contact us Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail dot com so we can get your information to send out the bag. Yes, please, please. And all right, we'll we'll talk to you next week. May the force be with you. Always. Always. Oh my gosh. <laughs>